The galaxy is burning. Brother fights brother. And treason splits the Imperium of Man. This is the Age of Darkness. Welcome to the Remembrancer's Retreat. Coming to you from within the depths of the Vengeful Spirit. Welcome to another episode of the Remembrancers Retreat, a Warhammer 30k Horus Heresy and Specialist Games podcast. My name is Jesse. I'm here with Austin, Caro, and Jared. How's it going? Hey. Hello. So tonight, it is Wednesday night. It is the first day of Warhammer Plus, which I picked that up. That should be how we do all our days. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Day one of year one. Ever since the release, we've only ever called it those days. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I haven't delved into the actual uh, episode animations yet. Been waiting for those to watch a little bit later. But um, yeah, I watched uh, most of the 40K Battle Report. I watched some of the uh, Masterclass. And I'm really impressed with the uh, quality of the production value. They did a good job. I think it's pretty cool. Uh, Battle Report was nice when they described their armies at the beginning. It was really well done. That was really cool. If I had one complaint, they do a lot of a single overhead shot for a majority of the game, which I'm not huge on, but they do also have some nice uh, side cut shots every now and then, which is pretty good. Did so? Did anybody else watch uh, Old Bailey? No. Mm -hmm. I missed it because I was... In Maryland. And now you're paying for it like a chump. Now I'm paying for it like a chump. <laughs> I super enjoyed it. I, I heard a lot of good things about yeah, it. Yeah, it was great. It was really, really good. Don't we have it now too? Yes, we do. Okay. Yeah, the music was awesome. The animation was good. I don't know, like, it reminded me kind of of that, like, you know, the cartoon Hobbit? Yeah. Like, that's kind like of what it reminded stuff. me of. Yeah. It, it looked like a, to me, it looked like a Hellboy cartoon. Oh, I haven't seen the Hellboy cartoon. Are you talking? Well, or, or just the comic series, the art yeah. style. So. Yeah, it was sort of like if the Hobbit and like an like a kind of anime-ish cartoon had a baby. Mm -hmm. Are you talking about the Hobbit where they used shots and drew over them? Shots of people and drew over them? Maybe? It's from like the 70s? <laughs> Jesse, pull up a picture, please. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> you have a computer. We have the technology. Yeah, this makes for great, uh, this makes for great audio. You can cut it. <laughs> yeah, I can cut it. Sift through so eight. Bam, yeah. Bilbo Baggins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they use some weird ass shots yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really weird, mm -hmm. just in general, very strange, but yeah, I, I, I super YouTube. enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've heard some people complaining a little bit about the animation, but uh, those people, people can deal with it. I mean, they're going to complain about anything. That's true. They will complain about anything. And I will say, if you're one of those people that like, I guess, a lot of action going mm -hmm. on because sometimes they do one of those like it's a still frame like the camera's moving around a little bit yeah. they're like mm -hmm. kind of slower kind of like a animated uh comic book or something yeah like in in parts and i don't know if that's just because like this is new they're not sure how successful it's going to be so maybe they didn't throw quite as much money at it as they could i mean also or what big hand-drawn battles are expensive yeah, to make. exactly yeah so, <laughs> I, I think that's <laughs> Let's really see the if anybody actually watches this before we go hardcore on the the potentially millions of dollars it takes to make something like this. Right. Hmm. You know, think of like the Berserk movies. I mean, those have like, you know, big epic battle mm -hmm. scenes. And even those were, those were made by like 
Warner Brothers, I think, or like Paramount, or some big name studio. And even, you know, the early ones of those are like, they look a little choppy in parts. So, I mean, she yeah. you new getting into this. I, I think it's top-notch content for him. Yeah, I mean, I, I will say I don't watch a lot of like anime or cartoon stuff. So maybe people, I don't know, didn't bother me. I enjoyed the hell out of it. And the story was great. Like I, mm. it's kind of the, the classic tale of like Yerick and Gazgol. Mm-hmm. But told, we're going to do some spoilers, I guess. Is that a thing we it's do? It's not a spoiler. It's not a spoiler. This, Everybody knows you, Yarrick and it, Gazgul. Yeah, just. Um, but it's told from like a runter, an orc runter, like telling the story to a couple of young orcs. Uh, so it's just really funny how they essentially turn Yarrick into like this orc bogeyman. <laughs> I mean, essentially he is. Yeah, he is. This is great. <laughs> How are the orcs talking? Are they talking normal or are they talking these weird? They orc- talk like uh, really drunk English soccer fans, like orcs. Yeah. Oh no, I proper, uh, okay. proper yeah. hooligans. Yeah. No, no, like Victorian area Cockney yeah. street toughs. They do have subtitles on. I guess this the the Warhammer Plus version. But like, is don't. it is it written in English or is it in Orcish? It's oh yeah, English. <laughs> I don't know if they translate the Orcish to English. I don't know. That would be hilarious if they just spoke proper king's English. (laughs) Oh, my good sirs, sit down and I shall regale you the story of Yarrick. See, that happens when an orc lifts their little finger. Some just clicks in their mind. Yeah, and then they just speak proper English. Dear fella. (laughs) But yeah, looking forward to seeing the rest of the uh, episodes that are out today. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, they all run about 18, 20 minutes long. It's not bad. Angels of Death is also out there, too. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to that as well. Oh. Yeah, and I do have my fingers crossed for some heresy content at some point. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. Yeah. It's got it. It's got I, it right? I will be very excited to watch Battle Reports of Horus Heresy from GW. Can that be kind of neat? I want to see Necromunda Battle Reports, because I mean, there's just so much you could do. Yeah. Like, there's so, so, so much. Yep. We'll say, in addition, because um, I also got the Roku app. For Warhammer Plus, apparently it's on Roku too. So I was like, "That's cool." Um, and going through there through the videos, they also have the uh, old how to play uh, videos out there too, from like oh, 40k yeah. Necromunda. Oh yeah, got a few small uh, Citadel overview uh, paint videos. The master class was really good. I watched the one on wet blending, and uh, I think her name is Louise. Um, like I said, the Video is great. The camera work was great. Where it's like, okay, I can actually see what they're doing. And I'll be honest, I never really watched done much wet blending before, and I don't have any desire to still do it because <laughs> that seems like a lot of work. It's not that hard. I know it's not I that know. hard. He but says, I digress. Not really ever doing so, it. So, but it was cool. Uh, she showed it by uh, first painting a forty millimeter base with two colors, and like, all right, this is how you do it. It's like, okay, I get the idea now. Comparatively, comparing it to YouTube, was it better or about the same level? Um, the video quality looks stupendous. Okay. Like, That's it's it's sharp. It's in, I don't know if it's in 4K. I doubt it's in 4K, but, like, the lighting was good. I can see everything. Like, I've watched, like, a little Legend Studio videos and stuff, and they're good, too. But this one, it just felt clean. Like, I could just, I felt focused. But, I don't know. I was, can't wait to see more stuff about it. Sweet. So, yeah. For everybody. Yeah. And who knows if they're going to move their uh, Citadel bulk of videos over to there eventually too, maybe. Yeah, I, I feel like that's going to happen at some point. Yeah. I hope they won't delete the ones they already released. Oh, I doubt they'll delete them off YouTube. Yeah, I know. They can't get but them off like, 
they can try, I guess, but... Yeah, but having them all in one place wouldn't be... It would be a worse idea, no. I feel like it would kind of alienate new people to the hobby if you're taking down, like, basic painting tutorials off of YouTube. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah. and that's yeah. that's not going to happen. And I will say, the, the Warhammer TV app on the phone is free. There's just certain things that you can watch that are only through Warhammer Plus. So they still... And the Citadel Paint app also has a bunch of videos, too, so... Oh, it does? Yeah. Man, I didn't check that out in a few years. <laughs> At some point. I'll get around to it. Yeah, I will say, I'll go through my apps every now and then. Oh, yeah, I forgot I had this app. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You gotta be careful doing that, because sometimes you delete your authenticator app from your work. That's why you have a work phone, your own phone, man. And so you can ignore your work phone while you're on a vacation. So not everybody gets a work phone. It's true. Sheesh. If, if they, if they need me anyway, to... Anyway. Anyways. <laughs> yes. Anyways. Let's not get it. Um, so moving on other stuff. Uh, over the weekend, I went up to Maryland where they had uh, a red day, which is was, it was a small four-game Horus Heresy, just a just mini pickup game, mini tournament thing. It was a lot of fun. It was a 500-point game, two 750s, and a 1,000-point. Nice. I had a blast. So what, what armies did you play? Let's see. So the first game, I had Dark Angels. All right, so I played Dark Angels, obviously. And the first one I played against was uh, White Scar Army. And uh, I managed to uh, beat him on that. He had some uh, Outriders and some Tactical Life. I brought a Dreadnought to a 500-point game. Oh, I was you like, monster. I, yeah, like, Probably with those dumb Dark Angel rounds, huh? I mean, they're not... Crazy huh. these days. Uh-huh. It's Fleshbane. Man. Two ups. Oh, boy. On my on my one heavy bolter. It's whack. Twin whack. It's what it is. <laughs> so that was the one game I won. <laughs> start oh, off there on the right go. foot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, start off the right foot. Good time. Uh, second game I played was Solar Auxilla. And... Um, yeah, those multi-laser rapiers. But to say, <laughs> mortals at low points ah, is nasty. It was a lot of fun, though, because while I still lost, I was able to just blast my way through a tertio and then get to his uh, uh, force commander mm-hmm. and match to Slayer and hand-to-hand combat. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was a Frenchie up north near Pennsylvania stuff. He had a, he used one of the uh, Rogue Trader models. I think it was a Rogue Trader. Yeah, for a, uh, his force commander. And that was a lot of fun, even though I paid for it. And was, he had multi-laser rapiers up on the top, <laughs> just overviewing. It was We were all playing on the four-by-four uh, tables, and I just did not have, I mean, cover at that point doesn't matter, but... Even less so when the rapiers are on top yeah. of everything, just looking down <laughs> yeah. at you. Yeah. But a good time nonetheless. Uh, third game, I played against uh, Word Bearers at 750 points, and uh, that was a lot of fun, too. He... He brought a Dreadnought, and I realized, crap, my 750-point list. Um, I didn't bring my Dreadnought for the 750-point list, and I had nothing to kill armor with in my 750-point list because I built it at 1 a.m. the so, night before. So what you're telling me is, yeah, <laughs> at 750 points, Dreadnought's ROP. Yes. <laughs> but at 500 points, it's okay. Yeah, it's all <laughs> pure game. Well, listen, Austin, he was sitting here the night before the game and just built the list after. Was yeah. it on margaritas? I think it was margaritas. <laughs> No, it wasn't margaritas. It don't was, drink it was the it was zombies. It was zombies. Zombies, yes. Don't, don't drink in list build. Drink in game. Yeah. yeah. But no, don't. I mean, I guess do that. Plastic is fine. But anyway, it was, again, yeah. a great time. And then the final one, the thousand point, I played against uh, Thousand Sons. And boy, 
They're rough at a thousand points. They're going to thousand sun. But um, so that one, I brought my champion. I brought a five-man Deathwing command squadron and an apothecary as my basically my blob, yeah, your, my Death Star. Death Star. Yeah, Death Star. Two tactical squadrons and the Dreadnought this time. I was ready for that. And um, yeah, my Deathwing command squadron was like, well, Amon's sitting over there and I can't beat their ass by standing over here. So it's true. I marched a good three quarters of the table with him. And, um, oh, what is that? Scout Thund- uh, Thousand Sun Squadron. Oh, the. Yeah, the sniper yeah. guys. Like, they just laid into me round after round. And <laughs> my Deathwing boys just put up their uh, energy shields. And I tanked it for a good halfway through the table. Like, two or three rounds. I only lost one Deathwing. Uh, nice. So you're, you, you were bringing, like, a, death, a Deathwing army. Mm. It felt good. Essentially, yeah. And then, and then finally, a. Uh, Things started to finally fall apart, but my champion wiped out a 10-man tactical squadron that he put in front of Amon at the last minute, so I couldn't quite get to him, but I did kill a 10-man squadron with typical, a single champion. Typical nice. Dalton Sons cowardice. <laughs> <laughs> but then he dropped some uh, uh, jet bike hunters with melted guns right behind my dreadnought, so that was like, okay. <laughs> All right, <Yeah>. you got it. <laughs> <laughs> then he was able to drop a few tactical squadrons with... Um, Amon special where they can uh, uh, infiltrate, manage to get the drop on one side. And, eh. But it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Everybody was great. It was. I mean, it's the first it's, 30K event on the East Coast, I think. I mean, <laughs> discounting Florida, which is, who knows what Florida's doing. But in our, neck, in our neck of the yeah. woods since uh, before the pandemic, yeah? Yeah, for me anyway. I think there was like a few minor ones here and there. Close-knit communities doing their own stuff. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it felt good. Everybody was in high spirits. I won Best Army somehow. I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty army, man. It is a pretty like, army. I'm looking at what I assume is but, the Dreadnought you took. Yes. And but, he's um, sexy. Look at him with his little you. bone wings. But, um, yeah, there were so many good-looking armies out there. Like, yeah, that's the rest of it. Well, well pointed yeah. out, Caro. <laughs> everything the I, rest of his army is sitting on the other side of the table. I just never bothered to look that way. <laughs> yeah, but, like, Frenchie's Solar Ox were... Downright gorgeous, beautifully based. It, it for a split second, it's like I need to get in a solar ox army. <laughs> Mortals have the best time. They really do. Yep. It's just they're not here for a long time, but they are here for a good time. Last uh, action is best action. <laughs> I mean, not at five hundred points, they're not there for a long time. But you know, at, at three thousand points. Yeah, I'm not sure how well we at, did on his uh, five hundred point list. At five hundred points, they are indeed there for a long time. When you can fit. <laughs> 60 bodies into a 500 point list. <laughs> I don't think those uh, multi-laser rapiers are that much expensive either. They're like, no, they're like 40 points. Yeah. Like, and I don't even think they're 40. Like they're because that's the yeah, base. The multi-laser is the base one. And they're dropping strength six hits. Like, mm-hmm. sure, it's not AP three or anything like that. But when you put out a mass roll enough dice, a mass shot of high strength weapons, regardless of the AP, it's going to you're going to feel it. And you were running yeah, what? Ten, I made three 11 points. Terminators, including the character. No, no, like a so, no, I didn't actually bring those over there. I didn't bring my Cenobites this yeah. time. I bring standard power armor. The only Terminator I brought was my champion. Mm. Still, though, there's only but so many bolt rounds to, to be passed out. Yeah. Yep. That's awesome. I'm, I'm very jealous. I, I had had high hopes to make it to that, but alas, could not. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, it was a good time. Life happened. I did represent Richmond a little bit. I mean, one well, best painted, so. There you go. Yeah, he there can hold. I, That's the yeah. style. Maximum style. I would say favorite army. 
favorite army? I feel like because I was like, not you know, not, not I, willing to I really own, didn't feel not like willing to own best painted yet. I really no, no, he's not. There are some the time, gorgeous armies the there. Listen, Austin, Jesse came home, looked at me, was like, "This event was fun, but somehow I won't best painted. I still don't know how I did it." <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's thirty five points each. So yeah, uh, thirty five points each. Oh. One hundred and five points for that squad. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So you, you can take one of those, and that's that's still you know three hundred and fifty points for a shitty HQ and a pile of troops. Just bodies on. Yeah, body. he mentioned he uh, got that unit after uh, watching the Astartes video mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on YouTube, where they were u- where the enemies were using the rapier. Last like, I need some of those. Yeah. So, but yeah, good time. Awesome. Ten ten. Ten ten would do it. Thanks, Rob, for running that. That was a lot of fun. It was that Dream Wizards in Maryland. What are you looking at me like that for? The Puerto. Oh, yeah. So, um. Sorry, that's yeah. way too adorable not to mention. Uh, yeah. So, uh, one of the guys that I know from Facebook uh, also swung by, not to play, but he brought his kid with him and he had to be like five or six. I don't know. Anyway, while I'm rolling a game, kid comes up with his White Scars Praetor model. He's <laughs> like, this is my White Scars Praetor. Can, can I play? <laughs> and he sets it down on the table. It's like, all right. I grabbed some of my uh, tactical sco- squad guys that are already dead and just had a little mini, a little just mini game. Roll. Yeah. Nice. And yeah, he actually had grasp of the rules, which is wild. Start him young. Yeah. That Did was you get your ass handed cool. to you, Jesse. Yeah. The, ta- yeah, the two tactical uh, boys I put in front of the Praetor did not last very long, mm-hmm. but let's just, put it was really cool. On your part. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that was that was pretty neat. But yeah, anything else going on for you guys? I mean, for the first time in a while, I finally touched a brush again because the red angel was screaming too loud for being painted. Finally, so I started to paint my Angron model. Nice, it's coming along. I think he does mm-hmm. look real pretty. Thank you. Of course, I went for the uh, topless version because he's a gladiator, and uh, I mean, armors for cowards like Gilliman. <laughs> This is the Artel W model. It is, yes. I think I have a non. I have a GW flying around somewhere, mm-hmm. but I don't know where things went. Moving will do that. Yeah, yeah it does. <laughs> but he's looking real good. Thank you. But yeah, that's. How about yourself, Jared? Do I think lately? Kiss love. Kiss love. I, I am <laughs> laboring. Not enough, but a lot mm-hmm. at uh, getting forty winged hussars painted. And a bunch of bears, bear cavalry, bear knights. They're going to be great. They're going to be wonderful. It's just so much work. Yeah. So many guys. Mm-hmm. Are you uh, getting them ready for, uh, what are you guys playing, Warhammer Armies Project? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Nice. Good times, good times. With potential move into Old World. It is. And, and, well, that's what's come, nice is, come you know, is going to be one of the, the factions that gets released. And I'll have, you know, 2,500 points. Yeah. Good to go. Which is cool. Absolutely. Uh, but then I'm going to have to like repaint a bunch of character models because they're going to be <laughs> coming out with a lot of nice stuff. Oh, you know it. You can do but it, definitely. I've made peace with that. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise you pay bless, for uh, getting it on the ground floor. Uh, God bless 3D printing. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, basically when this is all said and done, my entire force will be 3D printed. <laughs> and I then the force will like, start putting stuff out. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Then regrets, I guess. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> what about you, Austin? Uh, so I have been painting my Cawdor gang. 
Um, got a fun theme for them. I've been doing like water effects on the bases, the whole nine yards. It's been a ton of fun. Got three. Cult of the Heron, was it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I, the internet will eventually see pictures of them, but I haven't, I haven't got to like the grime stage. So they're not actually finished, finished. Um, but for all the actual gang members, I took the man. We had this discussion before. Yeah. 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 So, so I get the bird. Go back to on. the last episode. Yeah. I, I talk about that. Um, so they're, they're all getting finished. And then I finally started painting another little side project of mine. Um, I'm making like a victory square garden sort of thing. Yeah. I saw a little uh, picture of that for Titanicus. Yeah. So it's, and like pe- other people have done similar things where you pretty much take a sprue, just a bare empty sprue mm-hmm. and you put it down on uh, the plastic card that's cut in like little tiny squares, yeah. like tile. Uh, and then you stick some plants or like flowers on it or whatever. And it looks like you paint it up and it looks just like a kind of those decorative Victorian era gardens. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, took it a little, I mean, probably not further than I'm sure other people have done similar things, but I haven't seen it at least. I'm taking some Epic models, uh, like they're just the basic space Marines and guardsmen and kind of sitting them up on the places of the sprue like, you know how a sprue will have, like, the little round parts? There's, like, this. Yeah. And then, like, like, so on top of about half of them, I've put Marines and Guard infantry models to make mm-hmm. it. I'm going to paint those up like uh, bronze statues. Mm-hmm. And then at there's a central, like, on one end, I'm going to make, like, a pool. Like, a little reflecting pool. Yeah. And I'm going to lose my whole goddamn mind um, because I am going to paint fish in the pool. Oh, what is God. wrong with you? That's going to be some big oh. fish. Yeah, oh, yeah. It'll be very tiny fish. So you're going to put orange Six dots in there. fish. It's going to so well, be like, like thin nails. It's going to be like I mean, carp size. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're going to be like the size of a person's <laughs> leg, right? Like in scale, but it'll be very tiny fish. So you're going to make a whole bunch of orange dots. A little bit more than that, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to do some coins on the bottom too, which will just be like silver dots. Um. Looking forward to seeing it. Yeah. I guess it's just pour over some clear resin over the top. Nobody yeah, acknowledged so, that he um, did that when, when we do games. Just just completely ignore it. It will be impassable terrain because I refuse to have anybody putting bases <laughs> on top of those epic models. It's like, you don't fucking touch it. Don't touch uh, it. Uh, uh, Titan can't step on that. Uh, yeah. the, the, the marble would just, just, just tear up the they, they, they pretty. Nobody No, no, listen, to. listen. If the Titan steps it's on it. It's a word bearer's monument. My, uh, any loyalist would step on it on purpose. Yeah, so that's the other thing I've done. Um, <laughs> on, on the tile, I've done a mosaic. So there's kind of four like zones, I guess. Yeah. Where, like If you were walking through, that'd be like kind of bigger spots. Um, and I'm going to put stuff like a mosaic in each of them. So the first one... Um, because Steven got to it before Jared did when I was asking for ideas, um, is just the word bearer, like Legion symbol, like the pre, yeah. the pre heresy yeah. one. So just right on there. So this is going to be a word bearers yeah. erected thing. It was cool. The tile mosaic you did. I guess it was like a pre tile or pre, uh, ter- uh, what do I, how do I call it? Pre corrugated, I guess, plastic card or something. Uh, was it already squared? Oh yes, yeah. yeah. God yes. <laughs> um, you you can buy them for like all all sorts of like grid patterns already on them, or like so brick just, patterns. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. nice. Yep. So I bought a sheet of that ages ago and built it 
quite a while ago. So it's going to be that. Um, and then the statues and there's going to be some like got some roses, like 28 millimeter roses. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be kind of like rose bushes and like some other stuff like that. Uh, but hopefully it'll be cool. I'm very excited to try these fish. I don't know. Like it was years ago now, but like the, the crazy like Japanese dude that was painting like mm-hmm. koi fish in the resin bowls. Yeah. 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 I'm going to try like a, a that. Yeah. I think you need to do layers and put the fish in between the layers. Yeah. You paint like the fish as you would see it kind of like a cross section and then build it up. And it'll, like, cast its own shadow in there mm-hmm. and be insane. Um, I shouldn't have said that <laughs> yeah. out loud <laughs> on the internet. Because now people are going to be like, where the fuck is it? You didn't do it. And I'm going to be like, no, I got halfway through and it was fucking hard. <laughs> two weeks, people. Give them two weeks and then. Well, but listen, Austin, If you when you finish it, it's very easy. Anything which steps on this model just ex- spontaneously explodes. I mean, the, it's a it's a word bearer's ritual site. So anybody yeah. that crosses it just immediately exploded by demons. <laughs> so section to the warp. Joke's on you. I'm into that shit. <laughs> Warlord turns around a corner. Whoa! That doesn't that. sound very darn of you, Jared. Okay, we, we have discussed this. He's I, he's I, given I up a shitty Primarch. Good, finally. I I'm swear glad to God, lied. Austin. <laughs> and Titanicus, I'm a died in the wool trader because they have way more fun on the table. I gotta say. Well, but speaking of shitty Primarchs. <laughs> hey, yeah. Guess what came out this week? As the drip feed of Praetor models continue, uh, this week we have the Ultramarines for 30k on the Legion Dispatch. So, the ho- which. How many Praetors came in a row? This, I think, it's is been third. Ooh, okay. All good yeah, things up Because we had, I think it says over here, yep, they had. Word bearers. Yeah, and the Word Bearers. Fist coming up Friday. Yeah. Uh, Word Bearers and Pure And Archetal. And the S- yeah. Sons of Horus also. Uh, they revealed the, uh, well, they accidentally revealed <laughs> the uh, power armored one. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. true. <laughs> Oopsies. Malagurst and, and Archetal were the uh, character models that had that been revealed this year. We'll say, um, I do miss the Weekenders where they would just dump like 20 things. Right. Like, this is what you're getting this year. Goddamn pandemic. Yeah. So this uh, Praetor looks the, like my co-worker, and it's distressing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, the power-armored one? Yeah, yeah, the one with the monocle, or whatever eye thingy. Looks like my co-worker. Oh, God. I will say, it is a really pretty model. It looks nice. I, I appreciate how into the Ultramarines aesthetic they kind of sunk. Yeah, it reminds me a yeah. lot of the old uh, Honor Guard. Yeah. Like the mm-hmm. the power armored guy is like insanely ostentatious yeah. and you know just looks like a walking statue. He does remind me a lot of the older uh, f- uh, yeah, Games the, Workshop the models, the metal. Uh, yeah, the, the old metal. And, oh, what are they? And, the uh, uh, Masters of the Fleet or something? No, no, no. They were well, they were the Honor Guard, right? Just space like yeah. Ultramarine Honor Guard or like no, there's like Master oh, the of the Codex, with the... Master of the Fleet. Oh, 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 yeah. oh yeah, 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 yeah. Fits right oh. in with those. Sure, the scale's a little bit better now, but regardless, yeah. <laughs> I love that well, giant the, eagle uh, shoulder pad that he's got. That is definitely the honor guard. Yeah. yeah. You know, the Terminator just looks like they made him as big as they possibly could. Okay. Okay. And that's just like, you know, Ultramarines are like, oh, yeah, he's a big deal. So we made him huge. Am I the Shut only up. one who looks at that unhelmeted head and sees Uncle Iroh? I knew that <laughs> face looked familiar. Right? Uncle Iroh's head looks less weird. 
<laughs> He's about to play a game of pie show. <laughs> no, he never looks that. Well, I guess, no, he does look that mad sometimes. He, he's looked that, like, frown of disappointment. Yeah, he, he has the internal face of, I'm not mad at you, I'm just disappointed. Yeah, like, I, I wish you were better. Be yeah. better. As you can he, be better. As he shoots his combi melter right. into your face. Yeah. That is a sexy <laughs> combi melter, though. I, I do yeah, the that. pattern looks cool. I like how that, uh, that I guess, the... Uh, uh, over-under. Is- yeah, the over-under is nice. The, um, I guess, the, be- I don't know what you would call it, the beveled uh, stock. I'm not a gun guy, so I... <laughs> it's a pattern of it's a pattern of uh, combi weapon that I've never seen before. And it's it's got a, a, a red dot sight, which, mm-hmm. you know, given his bionic eyes... Uh, gotta be superfluous but hey whatever it probably triangulates it triangulates it does math for you with two okay how extra those arm thingies have the ultimate marine symbol on it (laughs) the little tabards yeah in case you forget well he's also got a couple on the ends of the purity oh yeah let's count them let's count them yeah one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven yeah, who knows what we got on the back there? Yeah, yeah. On the side of the axe, I like that axe. I, want I, that I axe. really hope there isn't any ultramarine symbols on that axe because I want it. I it, bet it, 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 you it, know it there's going to be that an ultramarine should have such an axe. It's as a just, you know there is going to be. Listen, this ultramarine has a has a omega upside down tram stamp and is proud about it. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, even no, on the weapon, looks- it's just a Dremel. Away. You know, Carol, it, it is a confirmed. little bit of plastic glue. There is an ultra symbol on his face, on his, on the hat, on the helmet. Oh, the helm has the. It oh, is yeah, engraved no. in it. Oh God! But oh yeah. Not gonna lie, it looks really cool. You will not be able to convert this to another chapter. <laughs> no. Green no. stuff at all without Mike Debolt might. I mean, I if you want to put I, I enough work into it that you've just could have sculpted another model from scratch. Yeah, you yeah, could. basically. Now listen, this is the whole squirrel ultramarine. All of those are the horseshoes. It's gonna be fine. It's gonna work. His weapons are nice. I really yeah, like that no, combi it bolter. Nice. Yeah. But Carol, there is one thing we should we should revisit though. There is precedent in Black Library novels for Space Marines having butt cheek tattoos. Um, in the uh, Inquisition Wars novels, uh, there's an Imperial Fist captain who they remove his armor and he's got like I, I can't for the life of me remember what it is, but he's got a butt cheek tattoo, and I just that stuck out to me. I don't like, okay, well, okay, internet, help me here. One of those, that, yeah, 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 yeah. Listeners, if Google you- that Caro, <laughs> <laughs> get your VPN on, VPN on. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> uh, I, I saw today some people were saying, "Hey, do you think uh, this guy was originally a eleventh chapter uh, marine?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, because of the line? Because of the line oh. through. It was like, oh, it was 11th. Now he's the 13th captain or 13th. Yeah, right. Legion. That would be funny like as shit. The but there is would take no it, way an ultramarine. Like, I can believe that they're, they would have taken those guys. Yeah. There's no way they would have given them a suit of Terminator plate and or made, made him a captain. God. Yeah, like, they, no. <laughs> Gulliman Gull- refuses. Car- 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 I found it, I think. Oh boy. Share with the class, I guess. Okay, uh, first cadet Darner Flusiander, the Imperial Fist, blah blah, first founding cadet and the symbol of the Imperial Fist Institute on his buttock. <laughs> Wait, buttock? so you've got a fist on the but- ass of every Imperial Fist. Now I don't know every- if it's everybody because <laughs> it is the long Warhammer 40k wiki and I really don't want to... I can only assume it's all of them. Where, I can how only can I- assume it's instructional. How can I search for buttock here? <laughs> but I will say, I will say that uh, 
the power the power armor Kara's is gonna start glowing with an evil light there in a second. With the power armor Praetor, he looks like he's trying to sell me stocks and bonds. I yep. feel like there's a little Jim Kramer going on there, and mm-hmm. I'm not a huge mm-hmm. fan of it. Yeah. But they do ship with helmeted heads. Yes. So if you Thank don't God. don't feel that Uncle Iroh would uh burn worlds as an ultramarine, you can just save that bit for something else. I I really do like that ultramarine it power great, armor helmet. It is a great helmet. And that I think you could use on somebody else. Like you'd have to get rid of the the crest because it's got the awkwardly placed ultramarine symbol. Yeah. But the helmet itself, like it's got that nice like laurel wreath pattern. Like a weird Mark Three sort of Mark Seven look to it. Yeah, the way the because eh, the sides are very Mark Seven. Yes, but it's still got like the, kind of the grill echoes of a Mark Six plate yep. in the front. backpack. Is still it's hard to say because the Mark Fours and the Mark Six Sevens are pretty darn close, or not the Six, but the Sevens. The knee pads are hard to say because there's just so much on there. That yeah, it like, could very well. Be. It looks, it looks like, like a Mark Seven almost. It, yeah, like it's the same sort of Greaves look, um, rather oh, it, than a knee. Rather it actually than a might knee pad. be looking at the very bottom where like the six. No, now six. Mm, it's hard to say. It's definitely artificer. It's artificer and it's cool. <laughs> and that's all you need to know. But yeah, another great model. I don't know if I'll pick this up, but who knows? Maybe I will. God, no. Uh, no, I'm not touching Ultramarines, no. Don't, Jesse. But it was weird. So I, I was talking uh, to a buddy of mine about this when when they dropped a couple of days ago. Yeah. And we got to thinking about how many Praetor sets there are mm-hmm. that have been released. There have not been that many. No. no. Like, you think, you think, oh, it's been forever. Yeah, everybody's got one. Because the early ones... The Raven Guards still yeah, don't have an actual ones. 30k model character. But there's only, I think wow, we right. said seven, nine? Yeah, yeah. Let me, but like maybe half the legions, which is just wild. And I'm hoping. I mean, Death Guard technically don't either. Yeah, true. Uh, I am I am hoping that uh, this is a sign of things to come. Salamanders? Do they? No, they don't. I don't think they do either. Don't, I believe. No. Uh, so it's Blood Angels, Word Bearers, Space Wolves, Alpha Legion, White Scars, Night Lords, Dark Angels, and that's. I wasn't counting, but I think that's less than half. That's seven. Yeah. And then we've yeah. got Imperial Fists, right, which just came out. Uh, Ultramarines, Sons of Horus, uh, Sons of Horus, Word Bearers. We we already counted count Word Bearers. Got- so we're at <clears throat> ten. Dang. Yeah. So just over half now. Um, Iron Hands don't have one. Raven Garden don't have one. They've at least got like the Forge Father though. Like that is a yeah. totally suitable crater model for. Oh yeah, and some of, some of them and- do have like suitable ones. And technically, like, Space Wolves. Oh, Thousand Suns. So eleven. Yes, yeah, yeah. So eleven, yeah. eleven legions out of eighteen uh, have them that we know of, either in circulation or about to come out. Um, and the Thousand Sun ones are. No longer available, sold out. Um, although with the restocks and rebrandings yeah. of everything, yeah, who knows? Anything. So I, I did find. Um, so it was mentioned that a lot of them that say no longer available is due to the fact that they're changing the product code. Yeah, yeah. So like, presumably so, those will be back. Like those are pretty new. I can't imagine they go anywhere. Yeah. Um, but eleven. Yeah, and now they're just cranking three or four out this year. Yeah. Well, this quarter, maybe that's been quick. 
But yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, we'll see. If if we want to, I mean, they've been uh, showing us. Who knows when they're going to release it? And they showed Argo Tall like two months ago. Mm. Yeah. If we are going to needlessly rumor monger at this point, uh, one could think that if that plastic box set that we all saw holiday season is indeed a holiday season release, that would give them three more months to hit the last eight legions, yeah. and then go into a box set with everybody having one. That's not going to happen. Which to me make like it makes good sense to me because like be we great. are all sort of starved for we're all starved for new like Forge World Horus Heresy product or just oh, Horus Heresy Horus Heresy in general. So like, I'm setting my clock for five thirty on Friday morning. A lot yeah. of people are so I feel like more people are buying these just because like it's a cool it's a Heresy mod. Yeah, and then when you get the new box sets out, the people that want to start Heresy will say ah. I'm just going to go ahead and buy like my bespoke Praetor models rather than do what everybody did the last two box sets, which is take the two characters and convert the hell out of them because that's all the option you had. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that, yeah. that's which, my paranoia. I, mean, I have nothing to back this. Yeah. Don't, I, no grains. Like, I'm not putting my money on any of it. Really? That's a lot of bandwidth they'd have to devote to it though. That would be nice. Need to see what those, we need to see what those characters look like in the box set. Because I think... I don't have them in front of me, but I felt like it was a very generic looking. Yeah, they're both. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, isn't this what you want in a box set? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially but. for a person who wants to just build a box set for themselves. Yeah, absolutely. So, Burning of Prospero was a little, was rough. There was, yeah, you pretty much could not really uh, convert the two characters in there. No, I no. tried. It was bad. Yeah. I did with the um, the Thousand Suns Praetor a little, or the Thousand Suns uh, Librarian a bit. And Probably I not. almost got there, but I never really. Uh, I got the Push T-Sun's Librarian into a, a Rune Priest. That wasn't bad. Yeah. But that Space space Wolf guy, he's... Yeah, yeah he's, he's a Space, space Wolf. wolf. And <laughs> don't go people, back. I couldn't stop people from giving him to me. Right? Like, guys, I don't... <laughs> I, I think I, I gave you, like, two. <laughs> I, I swear, I had, like, 15 at one point. I was like, <laughs> and I, go, I don't want them. I'd be like, no, nah, man, I'm, I have two... Like, I'm good. I'm sad and then that you bastards would just leave them at my house. Yeah. Well, and listen, they they're all had, twins. Or how many? I could have a whole swap. <laughs> yeah, and they never turn those into uh, individual model boxes either. No, that's the only way you can get Airman. Yeah. Oh yeah. And yeah, the other Space Wolf guy, whoever his name is. Yeah, nobody cares. Right. And I play Space Wolf. Greg. You can still buy the uh, the generic. I'm sorry, heroes. Craig. Craig. Excuse me. What? Gregor Fellhand. Gregor. The most original, innovative name for a Space Wolf. Gregor Fellhand. It doesn't wow. sound any better. With the German accent. False. <laughs> it sounds a little better. All, all <laughs> things sound a little better with the German accent. That's what you think, man. You know the truth. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Well, with that, I know, I'm just ready for a new box set. Yeah. Right. damn straight. Time but will come. Let the plastic, plastic 30K tanks flow. Oh, oh. Plastic Spartans for everyone. You got a Spartan. You got a Spartan. I mean, just in, you know, business sense terms, it seems like Forge World's only, you know, chance to keep up with, like, 3D printing is to release plastic. I mean, they're, they're gonna. Yeah. Like, for, and it, it, I mean, yeah, we, right? got, like, we was, got pictures was, of it now. But. When was the last time Forge World released a vehicle? Uh, it was, like, last year, I want to say. It was the, uh, the Bombard tank, the Arcadre, yeah, I think. Yeah, that's weird tank you'd nobody liked. And the Sabre. That was a great tank. I, I would... The Bombard? The Sabre was yeah. cute. They're just expensive as all hell. The Sabre was... I love the Sabre. So Big tiny. fan of the Sabre. Mm-hmm. And I don't go by recent. But yeah, I, I think they are 
going to start moving away from that. Yeah. And just go with horrifically detailed uh, character models, which I'm here yeah, for. I mean, like, not about scheme it. of things, I think that's a good move. Yeah. But on the other hand, a tank you can potentially forget in a car and it's not going to get destroyed. Meanwhile, a model. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know. What, why, why are you forgetting Praetors in the car, though? Don't I that. don't. That's... Would you leave your children in the car? Because that's uh, basically the same thing. It's true. At least not too much. Yeah. No, I'm mean, getting off the Forge World website. Now I'm just kind of like, ooh, everything's all pretty. <laughs> yeah, don't, please. So, terrain. Yeah, oh god, Austin brought some amazing books, and it is um, how to make your own terrain out of things you have at home. It's like Artitech for adults. Yeah, it's the old GW. I got the one from, what, 96? 96. 96, beating out Caro. Or Caro beats her it out by a year, uh, and then also like the 2003 edition of How to Make War Games Terrain by Games Workshop, which for people that haven't been in the hobby for like a long time or you know weren't paying attention at that point, it's Games Workshop teaching you how to make terrain from scratch out of things you can find at home without GW stuff. <laughs> Um, this would not fly in 2021. No, this is before the days of GW making shit tons of really, really good terrain. Um, and it's fucking like a lot of this still holds up, uh, especially the 2003 version. And there's also some great sketches uh, like in the back. There's a whole section in the back of the 2003 one just called Inspiration. It's like some shots of like, this is a picture of the moon and the English countryside and the Sahara Desert and whatnot. And then what looks like maybe some Jess Goodwin sketches of like various Warhammer fantasy, like terrain, buildings, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and then some 40K Imperial and Orc buildings and just like all sorts of all sorts of random stuff. Yeah, in the 1996 one, there's a lot of green. So much green. And a lot of square bases, too. Yep. All that goblin green. Yep. Yeah. All that goblin green and the bright red book <laughs> really brings back the memories. Stones, um, villagers. But they're really cool. Like, there's a whole materials section in the back that teaches, tells you, like, hey, this is MDF and chipboard and plywood and, you know, polystyrene and low-density polystyrene and, like, what it's good for and, like, the problems you might have trying to mess with it. Yeah, it seems pretty thorough. Yeah. It's a good-sized book, too. Yeah, it's like 120-some pages. It looks like a codex size. Yeah, it's soft-cover codex, codex size. Um, and it's got step-by-step instructions on how to make a ton of stuff. Um, again, most of which still holds up. Like, there's not a lot of egregious ugliness going on. Uh, although, in the 96 edition, there is- There's a palm. The, the plants, the plants. That oh, are just like, Take a styrofoam ball. <laughs> now put toothpicks in the styrofoam ball. Now spray paint the styrofoam ball green and paint the toothpicks red. Congratulations, alien plant. <laughs> like, not not going to win you a golden demon or listen, a crystal brush nowadays. Listen, that is uh, one of those cacti from Mario Odyssey. Mm -hmm. But there, and just some like stupid, simple ideas like for hedges and whatnots. It's like, hey, get a pan scour. You know, it's like the green pot scrubbing things. Yeah. Like, get that, cut it in half, glue it to a base, and like prime it black and then hit it with some dry brush. And it looks like an old, just like hedge with some vines in it. And it looks 
again, like maybe it's not winning <laughs> you a crystal brush, right? Um, but it looks really good. Like it's solidly yeah. like tabletop plus quality, right? I think um, I think my favorite here is the making a stone wall, which is take pebbles and glue them onto cork tile, paint it. It's a stone wall. You're welcome. And it is. And it, it's is. Sure, it looks good. Um, like, you know, Rocky Hills. This is how to make a rock spire. Um, but some of it's crazy. Like they, they have a, like how to make those exotic trees, like mm-hmm. the kind of in a marsh. What kind of tree is that? You're like in like the a willow. Yeah. Like a willow. Florida. Like Florida. Yeah. The Floridaness. Or like, hey. On the bayou. This is how you make a canal and like s- scratch built bridges. And you know, it just gives me a lot of, lot of the ring terrain vibes. Yeah. This, this one came out 2003, which is right when like all that stuff was first hitting GW's wallets. Um, and that kind of shows. They have a great section on roads that's just like, hey, just in case you ever thought about doing this, uh, textured wallpaper exists. And it looks just like cobble streets. <laughs> and so, like, here you go. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, or, uh, Master like, Builder. Hey, if you've got some, like, sandpaper, just get some fine grade sandpaper and, like, glue that onto stuff and paint it. And that's just the gravel road at 28 millimeter. And you're like, y- you know what? Yeah, it looks good. <laughs> it absolutely is. Who would have thought? Um, and it gets really crazy, like a wa- waddle fencing. Um, how to design your own building, but from like the trace it out on friggin' oh. graph paper oh. stage to the like final assembly of non-paper. Too much work. <laughs> right? It's yeah, too like, much work. So it's funny. It goes from the like, hey, take this sandpaper and uh, just give it a little dry brush and you're 90% there to like, hey, have you ever wanted to spend 80 hours making one house? And really make you appreciate those $90 per house kits GW puts out. <laughs> Man, do I have the tutorial for you. Y- you know, you know what? I'm just I'm just gonna buy that plastic kit there. Okay, I'll just buy it. <laughs> um But it's awesome. And I don't know if we actually wanted to do this, but Jesse and I had talked before before we started like decided to talk a little bit more about like the homemade terrain <laughs> stuff of perhaps a challenge. A challenge. A challenge. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sure. Talk about it. Yeah. So so the challenge here. Oh my god! Now I'm scared. We we will call it because uh, this is the end of August, right? Yeah. So we will say in the month of September. Oh Jesus! Give ourselves a month. Yeah, yeah, you did it. Um, we will pick a thing from one of these books that we haven't done before. Okay. And execute a build, a, a, a build and make some terrain. Uh, I picked a street. Sand <laughs> <laughs> pepper street. Right, so we'll we'll make Jared do the building. I hope, okay. you, okay. I hope you have your degree in architecture standing As by. As a true son I, of Dorne, go. you're gonna yeah. make it. Yeah, you got to build houses. By God, this is gonna be the most secure <laughs> thatched hut. But it's it's crazy. It teaches you like how to pretty much build an entire table of like pretty cool terrain, which <laughs> is wild. Uh, the classic like corrugated ar- uh, iron, like the sheeting, yeah, out of the old cardboard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like of course you can buy it in plastic card now. You can, but that's fucking expensive. It's true. <laughs> cardboard is the cardboard is cheap. free. They literally also. give it away and surprisingly sturdy for like these purposes. Hmm. Yeah. Think about the environment, Jesse. Yeah, it's recyclable mm-hmm. for when you die and 
your spouse throws all your crap out. No, no, big fire, man. <laughs> big fire. It will make your your Viking funeral cooler. Um, yeah, like a lot of a lot of things in these that I feel like are a dying art now that yeah. there are so many cool terrain things you can like 3D print or build from buy from GW or other places. I don't know. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. I've I've seen some videos on the internet of people just doing crazy dioramas and stuff. They fast forward it like 30 times. So even though it's a half hour video, you know, they spent like, <laughs> yeah, like two weeks nonstop, 40 hours, four bathroom breaks. Yeah. And I'm like, please tell me you're getting paid for that. Nope. Oh my nope. God. <laughs> Only in your astonishment. Listen, Jesse, people are growing bonsai trees. So I guess that is not as bad. It's true. True. But bonsai trees grow themselves and you just kind of have to direct that growth. Yeah. You have to not- wait. Push you have to wait and not do anything. Leaf, shade the bark, dry brush the dirt. Yeah, I did not reach this level of zen, I guess. Yeah, gardening. Yeah, so there's there's okay. some faci- so fascinating stuff in here. If you can build in the piece hands, in September. Yeah, if you can get your hands on wait, a copy, uh, what they have? Uh, they have tortured skeletons on there. Interesting. Yeah, they do have a section of like this is the little details from like crap you have lying around in your bits box, and the fun thing is. It is crap you have lying around in your bits box. You know, like some, uh, some yeah. of the things I've seen online are like, hey, do you have this one bit that's integral to an $80 model lying around? Let me show you how to make this two-inch tall piece of really cool scatter terrain. Nah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I'll build that $80 model. You're out of your mind. Yep. <laughs> uh, but this is like, hey, you got a spare axe lying around? Dwarf player? <laughs> Here's how to make a, like a wood a wood pile. All right. Cool. Yeah, that's another thing about the plastic terrain models. They're easy to build and quick. Like most of them are practically half built already. Yeah. Well, and you can even buy, God, what company was that that we were talking about that had the pre-painted stuff? Oh, Battlefield in a Box. Yeah, Battlefield in a Box. Pre-built, pre-painted. It's cool. Um, But I will say there is something, especially if you're trying to like, you know, have your own little gaming room. Mm -hmm. uh, Because it is always painful for me, at least, to buy terrain. Because that could be more models towards my army. Fair. Pshaw. Mm. And for, 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 if you build it yourself, you can just make it exactly like you want. Yeah. There's some like. And you know it's yours. Like, yeah. <laughs> I have never regretted a single cent I've spent on terrain. I mean, I neither have I. Have spent a that, lot. <laughs> that doesn't stop me from not wanting a to. Shameful amount um, of money on terrain. But it is cool to be like, Selma. oh, you know, your your buddy. Your buddy comes over, like an event needs more terrain. You're like, oh yeah, I scratch built all this. People are like, damn, you know, get get you some uh, street cred. <laughs> so yeah, that is the challenge. Uh, September, build a sep- piece of scratch built terrain. Yes, scratch built terrain. And if you do, yeah, hashtag RR30K, and we'll say nice things about we'll you. We'll say on nice the things about you. Yeah, on the interwebs and talk about your thing. And if we're somewhere. Or if you're somewhere close and the plague is over, you'll get a beer. We will buy you beer. It's true. And by we, I mean probably Jared. I'll make not- you a cocktail. Yes, yeah, Jesse. Oh, yeah. Jared will make you a cocktail. signature cocktails. And they're really good. They are real good. And real Speaking. alcoholic. The man does not stint. Dude, doesn't. Next time we got you guys over, I got some tiki drinks that y'all got to try. Excellent. Oh, yes. I'm serious. Like, have a DD handy because it is... <laughs> They don't like put a disclaimer on a lot of the videos, but they're like, you should set aside the rest of the day for, for, for this. Listen, there ain't going to be a DD. 
Uh, we're just gonna sleep over. It's fine, right? Okay, it's fine. We got we got a couch. We got spare beds. So with all, all with all the talk of free beer and free cocktails and stuff, I do got it. So normally don't do this. We've never done this, but y'all might want to hold back on all that offer because we've been getting a whole lot of listeners and want to thank you guys for sharing, listening. Look, it's Jared's money. <laughs> You're not yeah. gonna my booze. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying there might be a line. It might be a line. That's why I'm saying beer. You know, before the Delta wave hit, we had that really nice cookout with everybody. You know, Lilo afterwards was like, I'm not having 30 people over at the house again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that's that's where there's enough of us now. You can just, you rotate it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it'll be like two years before we're back at your place and Lilo will have forgotten <laughs> how bad it was. <laughs> she will not. I, I <laughs> Ooh, That was a nice time. That was a really that was good time. Delightful. But anyway, <laughs> so back to terrain, because I know last episode, Austin and I were talking about uh, building decks. Oh, yeah. For terrain. Yeah, uh, from that, that age, age of Hannibal stuff. So, yeah, I've been giving that more thought. Huh? So, yeah, Kara hasn't listened, and I, I'll tell her Jared, too. So a, qu- a, a brief overview. Um, so when it comes to creating a table with terrain stuff. Sometimes there's a bit of uh, unbalance. Some of it's subconscious, where you might be building something, but from the direction that you're facing. And then there could be like one side could be a little bit off kilter than the other. Usually you let your opponent pick which side of the table they want to play on after you build it, or you take, you know, or take you turns. build a table that is exactly the same on both sides, right? Like the classic tournament. Yeah. Like yeah. A hill image. there and a hill there. And so Austin, um, Looking for inspiration found in an old historical war game called Age of Hannibal, uh, the method that they use for building a table, and it was pretty interesting, where they effectively have a deck of cards, uh-huh. which will have random pieces of terrain, basically, in the cards. Um, not all of them have a piece of terrain. Some are like open fields. Others can be like stone wall or forest or things like that. You shuffle the deck. You hand out... Uh, seven or eight cards to each player. And then they take turns placing a card on the table. The table is divided into basically a grid system. Mm -hmm. And there's going to be more grids than the players have cards to, you know, make sure that the whole thing is completely filled up. But each player will take turns placing cards on the table to basically build a terrain set. So like you're trying to play your terrain, you know, to be most advantageous to you. Mm Mm-hmm. And your opponent's trying to do the same thing with their random cards, so it gives you kind of a unique battle each time you do it, yeah. and you don't have to feel bad about it. You know, like, you're, yeah. so like you, you can know, make a cool board without screwing somebody. Yeah, and, you know, people you know can take turns placing terrain on the table as normal, but then you have your choice of whatever terrain you want to place on the table to begin with. Mm-hmm. This is kind of adds, like, another layer of uh, intrigue yeah, it's and strategy, strategy to the game. Yeah, because you have to build it off of... A previous card. So you start by placing one on your own board edge, and then you build out in touching zones, right? So mm-hmm. if you say, ah, shit, I've got this, like, pond that I don't want anywhere near me, the usual reaction is, oh, I'm just going to put it in a corner. But since you have to start out touching, if you have that really, really good piece of terrain that you want, you know, in the center back back edge of your uh, table, so you can you know, put your Devastators in it and crush somebody. Mm-hmm you might not be able to get that shitty piece of terrain fully out of the way. 
Yeah. It's kind of the other thing that happens. So it's a give and take. Um, seemed really interesting. I like how you can basically make different worlds or different areas by changing the amount of cards in the deck mm-hmm. or like the different types of terrain you'll find in the deck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was neat. So taking from that, you kind of noodled on that over the week to make it applicable to 30K. Yeah. Um, so I've roughly figured it out. Um, cause of course 30 K you want about 25% of the table to have terrain, right? Sure. That's sort of the, the standard. At um, a minimum. Yeah. That's, that's about what you want. So I built a deck, which presumably will go on one of our various websites at some point. Um, various. We got one. We got the one. That's true. RR30K.com. There it is. Jesse knows. I just get on here and talk about things. <laughs> um, so it still needs a little bit of play testing. So, you know, you feel like it's interesting, check it out and let, let me know what you think. Um, but the idea behind it is deck of 52 cards. So if you really wanted to, you can do this with like a, play, a deck of playing cards. Um, and then you deal out eight cards to each player. Because that should give you about 25%, maybe a little bit more, uh, depending on what cards you draw. Um, So 13 of them are just clear. There's nothing there, right? And you use that to kind of protect an area that you might want open for your troops to get through or, Mm -hmm. you know, to stop your enemy or just to, like, get from point A to point B. If you want to say, ah, I've got this – like, I've got a bit of dangerous terrain. I'm going to put that in my enemy's deployment zone because F that guy. Um, So 13 blanks. Uh, five forest, five crater, uh, th- three dangerous cards. Because the, the big problem that I had looking at this is like Age of Hannibal is a historicals ancient game and only has like six different types of terrain in it. Yeah. <laughs> 40K has a lot more. Um, so the dangerous cards aren't terrain like on their own, but they turn any area terrain into dangerous as well as difficult. Hmm. Um, which could be, you know, like, radiation from shell craters or turns that jungle into some creepy beast inside, whatever. Yep. But you have to place it on your string of terrain. Yes. You have to place it on a piece of area terrain that you've already deployed. Gotcha. Um, five impassable terrain cards, five buildings, um, which are just like the one or two level buildings. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a couple large building cards. Cause like Jesse said, this is all in like a one foot square grid. So there's 24 different ones. Um, the large buildings are big enough to go across multiple grids because everybody has a couple of those, right? Um, Typically. Tank trap, you know, something that is impassable to vehicles, but infantry and stuff can get through. Yeah. Uh, some ruins, some scattered terrain, hills, big hills, barricade, and a river. Uh, so pretty overall, much anything that you get from a FLGS like sitting around. Yeah, and a lot of that is easily scratch-built. Hills, barricades, forests. Yeah, craters. like you can, you like can overall, it's, that. yeah, and that being said, you wouldn't end up, hopefully, with everything on there. No, you absolutely wouldn't, because you're dealing, well, almost certainly wouldn't, because you deal eight cards. Um, and the thing I like about the deck, especially for people that are playing with, like, their own, like, one table worth of terrain, is that as long as you keep the ratio... Um, one empty card, one clear card for every two cards with things in it. Yeah. Uh, it should still hit your 25% as long as you're dealing out, you know, eight cards to each player. Yeah. So, you know, if you go, ah, that's really cool, but I don't have any forests. 
Mm-hmm. You don't need forests necessarily. Or if you want to go the other way and say, hey, I've got a ton of terrain. I want to do a, like a death world table. Add more. Uh- yeah. Just take out the take out those building cards maybe and put more forests or more dangerous cards in. Stuff like that. Um, so, yeah. I like it. I've, I've done a couple of like test builds. Mm-hmm. Seem to work. Seem to make interesting stuff. Because um, even when you only have enough terrain to make like one table, find myself like for Titanicus. Yeah. For the long time, I had like a table of Titanicus terrain. Sure. <laughs> I, I don't now because I'm a madman. Um, but it was all the same. Ta- like, yeah. They all got put in the same spot. Yeah. Like I had like two builds of table and that's all that got done. Um, Cause like I'd build it before somebody came over and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, well, I want to make it balanced. Right. You don't want to accidentally screw the other person. Yeah. So it all just wound up being kind of the same game over and over again. So this way, even if you only have, you know. Oh, if Titanicus is a four by four, so you would need even less stuff. Yeah. So. You need even less, even less to make that. I'll work. let you do math on that one. I. <laughs> I'm already doing it. Oh, good. I'm oh. out of my mind. <laughs> oh, God. Um, but yeah, see, seemed like a cool, a cool trick. Yeah. Um, and like I said, like you can do it all with a deck of cards. When it goes on, it's all already set out to be like, oh, if you got the seven, seven of diamonds, this is what you've pulled. So yeah, less thinking than. I mean, a little more than I'm- Age of Hannibal because Age of Hannibal has bespoke cards. It's just like this is a forest. <laughs> That keeps life easy. Yeah. Um, but at least for a test period, it'll work out. Yeah. And area terrain's still a thing in Age of Darkness, right? It is. Okay. Yeah. They want to make sure I was going crazy because. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And technically, so for Age of Hannibal, it's a. I forget what the deck, like their full deck is, but mm-hmm. you're not supposed to play with all of it. You gotcha. are supposed to make it. Like Mix you, have, you have the whole pile and then you make like the deck of like 40, yeah. which is supposed to be themed to whatever world you're doing. Right. And like you do the same thing with this. Like, like I said. Badlands or forest. Yeah. And then you just. As, as long as you keep the ratio, two cards of thing for each blank card should work. What? I have to in turn need to play in the Florida terrain now. Oh, well. Swamp. All the way down. You can you can make your own just, trees. That can be your build your build for the month. It's just a fifty two card. No, no, no. Swamp. <laughs> just <laughs> listen, gators. The, oh yeah, listen. I'm gonna build alligator alley or something. The alligator with the knife stuck in its head. <laughs> One of those, but also market. just a street and swamp and water next to it, and that's it. And then half of the deck is just dangerous terrain upgrades. <laughs> yeah, all of it. Honestly, it's Florida. You got got by a gator. Oh no. Big gator, tiny gator, all the gator. Alligator with space marine pauldrons on it. Gatorade. <laughs> Goddamn but salamanders yeah. are at it again. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I will uh, definitely work on uh, getting some for you guys to try out. Like you can, yeah, we'll get the preliminary rules out there. So if you guys want to take a look at it and I'll see about getting a cool little uh, deck to print out. If you guys want to try that out, I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah no he, he's just gonna do it. Point. Yeah, like I've given him the bug, and he's going to do it. Yep, yep. I make. But I like this... making stupid stuff like that. So, <laughs> are you gonna? Well, out of the forty DD Titanicus, are you gonna use the same cards? Or do you are you gonna use no, a Titanicus fully be a built thing? Yeah. Because Titanicus really only has so you have four hound reaver yeah warlord. So you so you're and, telling me you're gonna make two decks? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, just scattered Warhound, Reaver, Warlord, and then like the big versions 
of all of that. Yeah. And that should work well. Already got plans. Yeah. There we go. I'm excited for it. Yeah. So, again, shout out to Asia Hannibal. Like, they they did it. If you're really hankering for some six millimeter stuff, let them know. Yeah. Uh, like tiny Germans, maybe. Yeah. Like some yeah, tiny- kleine Deutsche. Yeah. If somebody had some tiny Germans that uh, she perhaps wished to paint, or he perhaps wished to paint some tiny Celts, perhaps. Ah, shut up. Perhaps. <laughs> shut up. Yeah, they're both here yeah, now. I know. <laughs> Got you. This is an intervention. This isn't a podcast recording at all. Listen. It was all listen, a trap. Austin, I have no idea where things are anymore. Ugh. Well, we'll blame. Oh, I know where the tiny, ti- where the tiny Germans are. Delightful. <laughs> so, yeah, that, I guess that's the other thing I've been up to. Yeah. Yeah. True. Well, thanks for that. And thank you all for listening to another episode of the Remembrancers Retreat. An unofficial Warhammer 30K podcast. Uh, if you enjoyed this program, be sure to go over to Facebook and Twitter. You can follow us at RR30K Podcast. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Visit our website, like I mentioned again, RR30K.com. You can follow us on Instagram at RR30K. And if you really like our program and would like to support us, go over to Patreon.com forward slash RR30K Podcast. And right now, we'd like to thank all of our patrons, starting with our Praetor tier, Alex Self, Chet Planisar, Chris Mack, Garner.TriaWo, Joe from Music City Heresy, Luke Rizzuto, Matthew Boyce, Mr. Baldwick, Nicholas Quenga, Sar Luther, Taco Tuesday or Bus 22 Rock and Roll McDonald's, and What's Ligma? Our Legion Centurions, Aaron Maynard, <laughs> Andrew N., Angry Boy, uh, Dave Jones, Duncan, Ed, John Christensen, M. Tanzer, Gorkrow, Queen Corswain, Scott LeMay, and the original Applesauce. And finally, our Legion Sergeants, Agrippina, Emily O'Hare, Garrett Lowe, Mr. Sear, Nick Gillen, The Zoy, and What Do I Call Myself. Again, thank you all so much for becoming a patron, and we'll do a live show here pretty soon. I'm feeling it. So stick around for that. Exclusive live show. Stay tuned. Dun, I'm just. Dun, yep, dun. I will just point my finger at a calendar date, and we'll just go. With it. Yeah, but not today. We don't have a calendar. For- yeah, yeah. But we need we need we need a bunch of darts on the calendar, and we need to th- learn how to throw the darts. Oh, we we can throw darts. Anyway. anybody getting hurt? I doubt. Oh, that. Uh, well, we'll that wasn't a requirement. That's true. That's true. It is a requirement if I'm here. You know what? Do it while I'm in Las Vegas. What happens when Caro's in Vegas stays while in Virginia? In Virginia. Virginia. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. Thanks again, guys, for listening. Have a good night. Keep those dice rolling, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.